I am rubber, you are glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Yeah, most of us were taught this as a kid, and the sentiment is basically, I'm not going to let your hurtful words stick to me. If only it were that easy, right? Yeah, uh, truthfully, it can be pretty hard to not let harmful words stick to us. I think it can be equally harmful or equally difficult to not return those sticky, harmful words to other people as well. Our text from Romans 12 will be our focus for this morning. And the framework that I want to work with for this entire message is found in verses 9 and 21. And it's really the overarching theme for this section of Scripture. So beginning with verse 9, verse 9 says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. And then 21 says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. These two verses uh, bookend this section of Scripture, and they, they really, again, they summarize this section. And so as we go through, I want us to keep these verses, especially verse 9, in the back of our minds. We're going to start by looking at verse 9 before we really get into the meat of this sermon. Now, abhor is a word that I don't really think I've ever heard used except for in this passage of Scripture, right? I, any of you use it in your everyday language? Not surprised. Uh, it's, it's not a word that's used often, but it is a very strong word, right? So when I was growing up, my parents told me not to use the word hate. I think that's a pretty good rule. Well, abhorred is like an intensified, kind of cranked up to 11 version of the word hate. And that is how we as Christians are supposed to uh, feel about evil. We should be appalled by it. We should avoid it like the plague. Again, this strong word, abhorred, is how we are supposed to feel about evil. Now, in the second half of verse 9, hold fast to what is good, uh, a different way, a more literal translation of that would be glue to what is good. That language really stuck with me. No pun intended. But it got me thinking, kind of like picturing somebody walking around with like a piece of paper glued to their hand that said like, good or do what's good. If it's stuck to you like glue, you're not going anywhere without it, right? It is a part of you. It is a part of who you are if it's stuck to you like that. And that is how much we as Christians should love and do what is good. Like it is literally stuck to us like glue. So throughout my sermon, that is my goal, is to challenge you to glue to what is good. Because, man, there are so many examples in this world of people gluing themselves to what is bad, what is evil, gluing themselves to revenge. You know, people yelling at others when they don't get what they want. People planning out elaborate and hurtful ways of getting back at someone who has wronged them. Or just kind of having this mentality of it's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. We see that too often in the world. Truthfully, we could probably think of examples where we have glued ourselves to what is evil. Getting revenge, getting back at somebody. And if we're really real with ourselves, that sinful part of us wants, wants it. 
and maybe even finds pleasure when someone has wronged us and, we, and they get what they deserve. I'll give you an example that uh, maybe, maybe you can relate to. You're driving down the highway and somebody zips by and cuts you off. Are you thinking, I hope they have a great day? <laughs> Probably not. And if you are, you're a far better person than I. Now, in that situation, I'm thinking, oh, I hope there's a cop just sitting up there waiting to bust you. Yeah, we want the scales to even out. We want them to get what we think they deserve. So here in this text, Paul gives a number of ways of what it looks like to glue to what is good. And and gluing to what is good is, is finding different ways to show love and care to people. And so as we go through this text, we're going to be focusing on gluing to what is good when people mistreat us. So we're going to look at the examples that Paul gives. And we're going to start by looking at verse 14, where Paul says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Now, we don't really have persecution in America like how the early church had it, or even different parts around the world where People are dying for their faith or being beaten. But we still have persecution here today. I mean, the definition of persecution is being harassed based on beliefs. So, yeah, there are people who have a uh, predisposed uh, image or thought about Christians. And so if they find out you're Christian, they're going to treat you a certain way. There, There are just people like that in the world. And while I don't claim to have experienced this frequently in my life, when it has happened, it doesn't feel good, right? I'm sure we can all think of at least a few examples of where someone has mistreated us simply based on our faith. And when someone insults you or hurts you like that, excuse me, because of our sinful nature, it can be easy to want to give them a taste of their own medicine, right? To to want to curse them or wish evil upon them. As a Christian, you are called to glue to what is good. In this case, Paul says, when someone persecutes you, you are to bless them. Instead of wishing ill upon them, you are to invoke God's blessing on them. You are to pray for them. So when someone mistreats you because of your faith, glue to what is good. Bless them. Pray for them. We're next look at verse 17 where Paul says, Repay no one evil for evil, but give good thought to do what is right or what is honorable in the sight of all. This is really common in society today where when someone does something wrong to you, you do it back to them, right? Someone insults you, you insult them back. Someone hits you, you hit them back. Someone yells at you, you yell at them back. Whatever the case is, do it back to them problem is that doesn't typically end well. About six years ago, I got an autographed jersey uh, that I took to a craft store to get framed. And the jersey was very special to me, and I paid a lot of money for it, and so I was frustrated when I had to take it in two more times because it was not lined up right. It was, it was crooked. And before picking it up the third time, I called the store and was talking to one of the employees there, just venting my frustration, you know, saying that it was very frustrating I had to bring it in the third time. And he started yelling at me, like saying I was expecting perfection. I was shocked. 
I wasn't being rude to him. I was just saying, hey, this is kind of frustrating. When I went to pick it up, I mentioned to the person in the store that this person was yelling at me on the phone, and he's like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> and he started yelling at me again in the store. And I got so angry with him. And so you know what I did? I started yelling back at him, right? I was upset that he was being so rude and yelling at me, and I, was, I just wanted him to know that it's not okay to treat people like this. And what the result was was two grown men yelling at each other in the middle of the store for all the people to see. Again, I just wanted to, I was frustrated because he was treating me so poorly, and I wanted him to know that it's not okay. But I ended up returning that same evil that he gave to me. And it didn't get us anywhere. Returning evil for evil, it doesn't bring about anything that's beneficial. It was only when I stopped yelling and apologized that he stopped yelling too. Paul's wisdom here in Romans would have really gone a long way for me in that situation. Each of us have times that we experience some form of evil, whether big or small. And we have to decide not to glue to what is evil, not to, to get back with that person. We're called to do the much harder thing, right? To glue to what is good, to do what is right, to give witness to who we are and whose we are. Because that goes with the second half of verse 17, where Paul says, do what is honorable in the sight of all. I, I just think about this. Let's say that there was somebody that I went to church with that was there in that store, saw me yelling at this man. Or, or worse, somebody who wasn't a Christian, but who knew I was. What kind of message does that send? Now, it's not necessarily fair and it's certainly not easy. But we are called to, you know, take the high road, right? We're called to, to show love, not return evil for evil. Glue to what is good. We're going to look finally at verse 19. Paul says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. When someone does something against you, don't start planning on what you're going to do to get back even if it's not the same thing that they did to you. It, it might be commonplace in society to avenge yourself, to, to get revenge. But let it not be with the Christian. Don't try to take justice into your own hands. Right? We all have a different idea about what's right and what's just. But when we're connected with the situation, especially, we can't be the ones to determine what's right and just. And it's not our responsibility to either. We are to trust that God will make things right, that he will take care of them, uh, take care of things. Glue to what is good. In fact, in verse 20, Paul says, if your enemy is hungry, give him something to eat. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals onto his head. Now, I'm going to assume that there are at least a few of you who, whenever you heard this verse, thought like how I did. It was like, okay, the best form of revenge is by being nice. 
that's not what this expression means. I found that this language of heaping coals onto someone's head is this uh, old expression that, is, uh, that means that you have changed someone's mind by your good deed. So your good deed has changed someone's mind. And that ties back with this section that, be, uh, that began with let love be genuine and ended with overcome evil with good. Paul is saying by gluing to what is good, you can overcome evil with good. And sometimes you'll actually win a friend over. Ultimately, in these verses, Paul is giving specific examples. But really, this applies to whatever our situation is. No matter what someone does to you, no matter how someone has wronged you, glue to what is good. Now, this is obviously important because, again, as Paul says in the end, we are to overcome evil with good. I mean, the world is made worse when people repay evil for evil, when they curse those who curse them. When that happens, that doesn't bring good for anybody involved. I mean, what if God repaid our evil for evil? Right? Have you thought about that? He had every right to. Or, or not even repaying our evil with evil, but repaying it with justice. We would rightfully have that coming our way too. And it wouldn't be good for any of us. But instead of repaying our evil, he put it on his son. He stuck, his, he stuck our son, he stuck our sin to his son on the cross. Jesus paid for our evil. Jesus overcame our evil with his goodness. And that is the reason why we strive to glue to what is good, because that is what Jesus did for us. We are showing others the same love and the same goodness that we were first shown. And when we glue to what is good, not paying somebody back evil for evil, we heap burning coals on their heads, and we might actually end up having an impact for the gospel's sake on them. Don't overlook the power of showing grace when someone has shown you evil. So as you go about your everyday interactions, abhor what is evil. Glue to what is good. Treat people not as they deserve to be treated, but with love. The love that you yourself were first shown. May that message stick with you this week and beyond. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for taking our sin that rightfully had punishment coming our way and sticking it to Jesus. Making, uh, and for Jesus to be willingly, uh, for Jesus to willingly take that sin away from us. Lord, help us to remember that in our everyday interactions. When people mistreat us, when people do us evil, help us to show love. Help us to glue to what is good every single day of our lives in all that we do. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to stand as we continue with our next song.